This is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Woo! He now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. Woo! James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends. Yeah. With the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bitch. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend I'll let's get it on the road. Hey. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. Welcome to the November 5th edition of One Nation Live. James, what's going on, man? Not too much. Just uh, just out here in, in Las Vegas uh, for my mom's birthday. Her birthday is today. So, right. um, if you know, say happy birthday to Mama Boyd and everything. But... Yeah, man. Um, just out here, two hours, two hours ahead of y'all. But you know, we still up and we still not at it. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, I didn't even know you was out there. But um, yeah, yeah, I know. I did that. I did it on purpose just so I could do this to you right now. This nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just be like, yeah, I'm in Vegas. He'd be like, you know what? Because I know how y'all always, you and uh, the rest of the clique are always like, yeah, you know, James is, you know, private and secretive and don't tell them like nothing. Like, All right, I got something for you. I'm going to fly across the continent. Unbelievable! <laughs> without telling us, without telling y'all, just cause yeah. Telling, like this, this, this man could have, you know, this man he disappeared. This man could disappear in Vegas, I and mean, I would have had no idea. I would have been having to put out a uh, search for a new co-host. Unbelievable! Well, yeah, I mean, hey, hey, you you could be out here co-hosting with Dave Finishel. Oh yeah, yeah, you know what, what's up, Dave? Uh, who I'm currently arguing with in my um, in my. Uh, <laughs> dms right now <laughs> what's up dave uh but yeah uh big huge groundbreaking earth shaking soul crushing news um yes for 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 folks that you know have or had that have been trying to deny new japan pro wrestling their their place in the hierarchy of wrestling uh which you know that actually happens still um Kenny Omega will be taking on Chris Jericho for the IWGP United States Championship. Now, we haven't talked about it much on this show. These guys have been building up this Twitter beef over the last month, I'd say. Um, I firmly believed it was a work the whole time. Some people were, like, fans were kind of gullible buying into it, saying, man, these guys don't actually like each other. Meanwhile, these guys are both from the same town. They've been on podcasts together. These guys are friends. It's clearly a work. It's a work, dog. Um... Yeah, man. Like, what, what do you make of this this move, Omega versus Jericho at, at Wrestle Kingdom 12, James? You know, personally, me, just, you know, um, I kind of had a, I kind of had my mind set for seeing um, o- o- Ibushi versus Omega at Wrestle Kingdom 13, but, um, you know, I have, you know, I, I, I love Jericho um, over the last, what, five, six years, so I'm, I'm, I'm I'm excited about this because this is like a super, like fish out of water type of thing of like, can he, you know, like work outside of the WWE style that he's been doing for so long now and outside of like the American I saw he's been doing even longer and, um, you know, kind of go back to sort of like the roots of him blow trying around the world to, to, work, uh, to uh, uh, build his craft. But um, I think this is, I think this is a bigger deal for Kenny Omega ultimately than, um, then uh, even the Ibushi match would have been even if it had been you know a, a seven star type of thing because <laughs> if you can get if you can get you know if you can get like you know a high a high four match with 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 Jericho at give, at his age and his celebrity and um and his you know the fact he's been on national television for you know over two decades I think you know that's that's really big for um, Omega's celebrity stateside as far as like his legend will grow for. You know the people that, you know, may you know they may not be in the New Japan or whatever else. Like, there's definitely going to be something that will like draw eyes to anybody. So, oh wow, Jericho's doing this. Let me check this out. Like, right. I heard about this last year when they did this like greatest match ever thing. Let's let's see what this is about. Right. So, like, this is a this is a, this is a really big step for for Omega. And I'm you know I'm you know I always uh, make jokes in the fact that uh, 
I was talking to Jeremy last night um, about going to Lakeland um, to see Kenny Omega. I was like, yeah, it's going to be great to go see the second best in the world. So, you know, me, I always, you know I'm always I'm, I'm Team Okada on this yeah, side, anyway. but this is definitely big for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, like, uh, just looking at it and, you know, seeing how the Wrestle Kingdom lineup is going to shake out, um, you know, but first I'll, I'll talk about Omega and Jericho. Um, yeah, I think I think you hit on something when you said there's going to be a, uh, if, if Omega is able to pull out like a high four star or even a five with Jericho, like at Jericho's age, that would be like just more confirmation of, of who this dude is. And, you know, Jericho has <clears throat> put himself at the center of, the hottest thing, you know, in wrestling, essentially, like, which is, like, Wrestle Kingdom, like, and, 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 you know, and when I say the hottest thing in wrestling, I'm not talking about, like, yo, uh, they're breaking financial records and all this stuff, we're talking about, like, what's moving the culture forward, like, it's Wrestle Kingdom, they're setting, they're setting the table for everything else, um, looking at the top two matches, um, you've got Naito and Okada, coming back together uh for naito's the most overdue in new japan okada has is the longest reigning world champion ever that's a huge match for the uh for the japanese audience and then hey sounds like good booking yeah and then uh the united states championship which was essentially created to be the kenny omega globetrotter world heavyweight championship is on him, and he's going through guys one by one. He's gone through Juice Robinson. He's gone through Trent Beretta. He's gone through Yoshihashi. Now he's going to get to wrestle Chris Jericho. Like, so that's the trying to open up the door to the West for New Japan even more. It's like, yo, we have the Japanese main event, and then we have what folks would see as, like, the Western American-Canadian main event. And these guys, like, it's so brilliant like (laughs) it's so brilliant like if you're gonna break up okada and omega to like separate them into two matches like who could you better get right now that's not in wwe that can get the most like you know bang for your buck essentially that can build a few that has his finger on the pulse of wrestling than jericho for omega yeah, I mean, a few answers. There's very few answers to that. Um, I mean, I guess The Rock. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally. Unless The Rock was going to go out there and fight Kenny Omega, like, like what yeah. more could you do? Yeah, like, unless he go and get, you know, the highest grossing uh, movie star in the world to wrestle again, then Jericho's the answer. Like, it's 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 amazing. Like, like I'm, I'm so happy for... for, for uh, all the fans that woke up this morning, it was like getting the, getting Christmas a little early. But I would be remiss if I didn't uh, bring up the elephant in the room. Um, as you mentioned, I thought we were getting Kota Bushi versus Kenny Omega. Yeah. Now, that's not happening yet. I can deal with that. Because I can see the vision. You know, I, I can see what they're doing. Because... Obviously, Jericho, I don't think he's going to be joining the New Japan roster or anything, right? No. But that's essentially like he's coming in for a one-off, which is essentially what all these feuds in New Japan end up being. If you if you are a follow of New, follower of New Japan, they don't run – like there's not going to be a rematch the next month with Naito and Okada. It's like they go their separate ways after. So Jericho right. slides in, you know, like a thief in the night, Gets his payday, has his great match with Omega, and then his stock is raised again. And then when he comes back to WWE, like, this is a win-win for everyone. Who doesn't yeah. benefit from this? Um, well, I mean, if, if you care about WWE as an entity, like, this this kind of... This is an L. I don't, I don't want to say... I don't think it's necessarily an L, but I do say... But I will say is... Um, knowing what we know about how Vince wants pretty much to own the entire... Um, wrestling business, like seeing Jericho wrestle somewhere else after you know being there for twenty years on and off, uh, or nine, eighteen years on and off, like that kind of has to like be a thorn in his side. It has to be something that like has to you know annoy him at, at the very least. Uh, but you know, after all, they are independent contractors, right? So I don't I don't see how he can be too mad. Yeah, man. Like uh, I, it's not I, like it's not like they're employees, right? Right. Right. 
Um, I seen a, a lot of like great commentary, like you know, on the subject of it, um, and it was like, you know, the <laughs> the biggest show of the year, top two matches um, the, uh, in each company. You got Naito Nokata and Jericho Omega versus John Cena and Jinder Mahal and Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Oh. <laughs> oh. Like not only is like not only is what's set for WrestleMania not the best like uh the inferior, you know, inferior uh matchups like WrestleMania 34 is in, like their top two matches are inferior matchups to No Mercy. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> like like if you told me which you want to see, do you want to see uh, John Cena versus General Hall and, and uh, Brock versus uh, Roman Two Electric Boogaloo, or do you want to see Cena versus Roman and Brock versus Strowman? Like, give me Brock versus Strowman and Cena versus Roman, like every, ten times out of ten. Like, not not even a, not even like a question. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Satin has said, with morale seemingly pretty low in the company lately, supposed WWE lifer Chris Jericho going to, to work for New Japan says a lot. Um, and Jericho ha- think, has been on record saying he never wants to wrestle anywhere else again. But you know, look what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, this is what I'll say. Um, I think this is a lot of uh, I think a lot of uh, things had to come into place for this to happen. Um, like I don't think if it's not Kenny Omega, who's also from Winnipeg, I don't think this happens. I don't think this happens if uh, I don't. I also don't think this happened if like the Bookers in New Japan aren't aren't um, who they are as well. If it's not um, Gato and, 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 and this is Jota? Uh, not G- Jota. Gato and Jado. Yeah, Gato and Gato. Like if it's not those two and their, and their relationship for their twenty year relationship with Jericho, I don't think this happens either. So um, you know, it's, it just you know that's just, sometimes weird things happen and then there's opportunity and then people you know make things happen. Yeah, Brian. Maxwell and ultimately, was... sorry. And ultimately, like you know this. This this entire this thing is going to be um, a net positive for the wrestling business, like maybe not for WWE, but for the wrestling business in general around the world. This this helps. Yeah, um, Brian Maxwell Man has said this is the inevitable outcome when a lazy monopoly physically and financially disrespects their employees for over a decade. Um, now I don't know what guys are getting paid and what they're not getting paid, but as you can see, what what else it looks like is going to be in the card. Rumored to be uh, Cody Rhodes versus Kenny, or excuse me, Cody Rhodes versus Ibushi for the ROH title. Uh, you got Jay White returning his Switchblade to challenge Tanahashi, which he's pretty much going to get an elevation now. And Jay White's a really good wrestler. And then you know the matches that we previously spoke of, like. I don't know about you, but I feel like Wrestle Kingdom 12 is about to, like, three years running, like, since I've been watching, is going to outdo uh, whatever the fuck, uh, or excuse me, this will be the fourth year running. Um, it'll, it's going to outdo whatever the fuck they're going to do at WrestleMania. Okay, so, like, I saw you, you know, we talked about this before, and we basically, you were going to put it on right and do it again, like, WrestleMania versus Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, you know what's going to be better? Like, I, I almost feel like that's not even necessarily that entertaining of a uh, of a of a top, of a question to really answer. Like, we both, I think, pretty much anybody that watches or respects both properties, feel like consistently, you know, Russell Kingdom has been better. Like, just like you said, like every time we watch it, Russell Kingdom has been a superior uh, show. Um, the thing is, you know, it's a like yes, it's both. They're both pro wrestling, but they're both trying to do different things. Like one's trying to be a variety show like it's been since, you know, since ever since Vince took it over. And the other is trying to be literally like the best straightforward competition, athletic ap- competition of athleticism um, in, uh, in emotion in the, in the ring you could possibly come up with. Like they're two, they're two separate things. It's, you know, it's all about uh, taste. Uh, but, you know, from time to time, um, the stars align, and we do get uh, we do get proven that Vince is right from time to time. In that, you know, whether it's Ron Strowman or whoever else that like just putting on the best wrestling product isn't necessarily like all you want out of wrestling. Um, and you know, we've you know, 
I think that uh, I think that what we what we've done now is like there's been a clear line in the sand. Like either you're on this side or you're on that side, and like it's hard to it's hard to straddle the line of saying like why can't you just like both? Like why can't I like Kobe and LeBron both? Like why can't I like you know uh, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady both? It's all it's 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 become like you you got to be one side or the other. Like for me, like I enjoy both and I can appreciate both. Like but I gotta be honest, like since. Since his four or the last four years or going on for it, he's been Russell Kingdom and I've I've enjoyed that show more. But like Vince ain't exactly just, you know, putting out he's not exactly putting out trash either. That the I'm trying to be I'm trying to like be fair to both. Like that's what I'm trying to do. Right. Um I just feel like from like a perspective, if you look at what gets people excited, what you know, the like I don't hear like the reaction the same reactions that I hear <laughs> to matches uh, when they're announced in WWE. That's true. Like there, there's clearly like a, a an energy around well, it where it's like you're deflated and you're just like <sighs> I can't believe this. And the only well, exception recently has yeah, been a yeah. match with zero buildup or storyline or anything with AJ yeah. Styles and Finn Balor. That's the only well, thing that's been in the league of what happened this morning. Well, what I will say is this. As far as, like, when, a current generation, it's not Vince, like a legend coming out of retirement or something like that. Yeah. Like, when Vince, when Vince wants to, you know, not have agendas like, yeah, we're going into India or, you know, whatever else, like, or we got to get the bit off this guy because he had a PED violation. Like, when, he, when it's pretty much set straightforward, like, they do a fairly good job with their main event like the other stuff underneath you know that fall that go that comes and goes like you'll see somebody get put they stop and start people all the time we know that you, you know they push somebody and then they they bury them and or not only say bury like they, they always yo-yo on people all the time we understand that but um i feel like i feel like you know when vince gets you know when vince is in the mindset of i want to do this or whatever or, or or I wish he did more of it where like he's like, I really want to give the fans something that they will enjoy and appreciate. I feel like, you know, when he when that's the when that's actually the intent of what he wants to do as opposed to, you know, agendas or whatever else, or to stick it to fans, like he does a pretty good job with that, to be fair. But it's just right now we're in a spot where like there's not that much of there's not that much in, in the way of fan service. What what can he do um based on like their their um landscape? And I, and I say this, I'm about to read a tweet from Michael Elgin. He says, um, legit, if you don't think Jericho versus Omega is the biggest match of 2018 and it happens, uh, you know, January 4th, you're insane. The only shot is doing AJ and, and Shawn Michaels. <laughs> like, what, I mean, what can WWE do to, to create this, you know, to keep the same energy, essentially? Well, I mean... There's always, you know, there's always a Shawn Michaels and Daniel Bryan uh, uh, door that you can go down to. You can, you know, in case to, to, to you know, in case merge you break the glass, like those always, those are always the options. Um, right. And then versus, you know, whether it's <laughs> Seth or it's uh, or it's AJ, yeah, those definitely are are the options. Right. Be like, um, be like, yo, but, do you think? Yeah. Do you think there's a situation where Shawn Michaels like, like, well, if Vince McMahon walks up to Shawn Michaels and say, "Ain't no decision, you're coming back, damn it!" Like. <laughs> Like, like, what is that? What does that situation entail? Like, like, like you're not allowed get, to turn me down. Look, I get, I get what you're saying, but like, what in the history of, of Vince and Shawn's relationship makes you think that Shawn Michaels does whatever Vince tells him? Like, every, every, every time, like, there's been twenty, there's been what twenty, almost twenty five years of, of of literally like Shawn getting treated like the Golden Boy, even though like he wasn't, even though he wasn't like the draw anybody else was. Or, or, or compared to his contemporaries or anything else, like Sean, Sean, Sean sways Vince. It's not the other way around. Remember when? <laughs> remember when Sean's like, "Yeah, hey, if you don't move, to, if you don't move to, what was it? If you don't move to SmackDown, we're cutting your pay." And Sean said, "All right, well, we cut my pay. I'm not moving. <laughs> I'm not doing it." Um, yeah, man. Like uh, a lot of folks thought that uh, Jericho and Omega were going to end up on the ship, myself included. Um, Pleasant surprise that that this is going to happen. Um, I'm I'm really excited to see what Kenny Omega can um can, can do, and quite frankly, what Chris Jericho can do because you know we alluded to it a little earlier. Like Jericho, I I've said this in the past. Jericho started wrestling in 1990, right? And he was yeah. absolutely 
like at he was the the in ring guy he was for literally twenty five years so two thousand fifteen and then after that you might have seen slippage after that so that's twenty five yeah. of twenty seven years in the business where you were like <laughs> at, at the at the top of your game essentially so you know age and and weight gain and stuff like that like Jericho obviously probably not working out as hard as he once was and everything like that I'm interested to see what kind of shape he's going to come in uh to Wrestle Kingdom Mm -hmm. also what music he's going to come out to and also that's a good point and also what did he used to come out to in um in in like ECW or or like when he was like doing um was it Triple A? Was he in CML or was he in uh, Triple A? I think he wrestled in Triple A if I'm not mistaken okay the thing is, okay. um, I think he's gonna use one of his rock band songs. Makes sense if he's smart. Like, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> make that cash. It's already cleared for one. Um, yeah, they, you know how it's cleared? I cleared it. It's I my cleared song. it. Yep. <laughs> this me, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, and the deal with it. Um, play the record. Yeah, play play the record. You know. Um, the deal with it, like, I'm excited to see, um, what he can do, like, where there's no restrictions. He, he's not responsible for trying to move, um, a convoluted storyline forward. He's not going to get cut on time. These guys are obviously going to get, like, 30 minutes or more if they need it. Uh, can Jericho, like, turn back the clock, essentially? I mean, I'm sure he's going to have time. He's going to be in there with somebody that is supremely talented, and he's also somebody that is supremely talented. He's just older. Yeah. Um, now, I, uh, it's going to be interesting for me because, like, are we going to see – like, what I want to see is are we going to see Jericho, like, wrestle a New Japan main event type caliber match, like type the big match type style where, you know, V-triggers and, and ridiculous, you know, strong style or whatever else. Are we going to see, like – Kenny like breath like tried to wrestle like a great WCW or WCW, a WWE style made in a caliber match, which is like that's one of the reasons why we enjoy so much of uh Okada last year was to see that Cody Rose match in Long in uh, Long Beach and see like he can do oh he can do a classic uh you know run in left and right confusion Oh, Oh, by the way, I I found that Tupac song where where it starts like, are you confused? Like, (laughs) I I will send it to you. Like, (laughs) go ahead. Yeah, like, that was was a part of of the the, uh, allure of the the Okada year was seeing, like, all these different types of matches where he can have, like, long, brutal matches. He uh, he can have uh, spectacular, uh, you know, cutting edge, open, you know, I don't want to say flippy dude because it wasn't flippy, say flippy dude, but like these gigantic, like epic matches, and then he can also have, uh, you know, the sports entertainment match as well, the, the main event sport, sports entertainment match. Like, just it will be interesting to see Okada, or sorry, not Okada, but Omega in that in that um, in that mind frame, or we can see them try to do some sort of like, you know, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, like marriage of the two, where like it's you know you're trying to combine the two and like you know. Yeah. We've seen Jericho do that match before with CM Punk, and it was, you know, WrestleMania 28, you know, that match is a classic. So, we, um, it's going to be intriguing to see how this match goes. Like, I'm really, I, like, you know, I didn't find out about this until, you know, you probably a couple minutes before you called me, but, yeah, like, it's going to be really intriguing to see how this goes, like, and how the match is laid out. Yeah, like, um, <clears throat> And also, news has just broke that New Japan is coming back to Long Beach in March, um, March 25th, which would make they, it... Didn't they do that in June this year? It was July. Or was that like... July. July, okay. Yeah. So, uh, and it looks like they're going to a bigger venue than... Uh, they're going to the Walter Pyramid, 5,000 seats, and it's on the campus of Long Beach State University. I'm anticipating that it sells out really fast. Um, <clears throat> it looks is like... It, I have a question. Yeah. Is this a uh, is this one of those two America things? Because like you know, a lot of people think of Long Beach, um, and they think of like you know, yeah. oh, it's, it's so nice, it's so you know, it's close to the water, and you know, it's in the LA air, LA ish area or whatever else. Uh, and then there's you know, there's the LBC, the, the, the LBC, if you will, <laughs> you know, next, to, next to next to Cal Poly and all the other stuff, and, and Snoop Dogg and. And yeah, so like, there is, I think that it might be a two Americans thing. Like, is 
you know, I know there's two different uh, Long Beaches, but I wonder, like, how much overlap there is between crossover yeah. and between the two. Oh, look, look, look. I can't wait to see one of these, uh, some of these geeks that flew in. Go down the wrong street. Like, oh, my God, what is this? <laughs> Be like, be like, I'm gonna just let y'all know right now. Do not come out there with an all blue shirt on or an all red shirt. Like, you better come out there neutral. Like, <laughs> they will, they will yoke your ass up. Get, get out of the car, cuz. Get out of the car, cuz. Get out of the car, cuz. See y'all here with this red. See y'all this red. You know. Oh, oh, you here for you little wrestling? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Jeremy said, you're trying to go to Long Beach. Look, we, we might have to make, make some plans, man. Like, you never know. Um, it looks like it's set to be about two weeks before WrestleMania. And then Kenny Omega and Tanahashi already announced for the Ring of Honor show over WrestleMania weekend. This is a great time to... What a time to be alive as a wrestling fan, wow. James. You, like, I can't believe this. Like, is. As right. much as as frustrating as WWE is, is like how great New Japan is to me. <laughs> it's like, bro, like, like they can't fuck up if they tried right now. I, I think, I think that the fact that it's, it's more straightforward, it, it eliminates a lot of, it eliminates confusion. I, I, yeah. seriously, like, if you keep it simple, you never have to worry about like getting it over your head, and then you know. Being caught, basically caught in the air traveling. Right. Um, Jason says, uh, we all know Omega can have a Jericho match. My question is if Jericho can have an Omega match. We're all going to yeah, find think, out. I th- yeah, I think, that tied, I think that's kind of tied in what we were talking about earlier. Where, like, you just didn't see where this match is going to go because, like, can Jericho, in fact, put on, like, you know, put on uh, one of these, like, 30, 30 minute matches where you just, you know, you're just, like, in awe athletically for. You know, literally, the last fifteen minutes of a match. Like, I don't know if you can do that still at this at this age, but but it will be interesting to see. And um, they got plenty of time to you know try to um, piece it together. What do you think, Vincent Man thinks about this? Like, like, did, did, do you think Jericho ran this by him? Do you think he's happy to see uh, this guy who he's like basically put on television for twenty years and? Uh, Jericho's always been an uh, excellent like utility player. You can stick him anywhere. You can put him in the main event. He doesn't feel out of place. You can put him with someone you're trying to get over. You can give him just something to do, and it's always worked. Like, if you're Vince McMahon, you're looking at this like, Ugh. right? Yeah, he's got to feel some kind of way about it. Um, but, you know, it is what it is, like, he opened the door with this part-timer thing for guys to come and go as they please or whatever. And right now he ain't got to do on the contract. It, that's, that's what he set up for him. You know, like when you play Kate to Jericho and, and, um, and Cena for going out to Hollywood and the rock and, you know, pretty much you doing stuff that, uh, for the rock basically where like, you know, he's having people literally walk out and come back in two weeks. Uh, just to let y'all know what's up just to, just to flex on y'all. Like, that's that's you know that's the that's that's what he uh, the precedent he set with this stuff. So um, you know for years he had always said that that's you know he didn't want to do that he didn't want to you know you know scoff at the WCW model and then you know he's kind of adopted the WCW model like and you know when it comes to big shows like if those are the big shows and everything and um, it does well but this is some this is some of the um, unintended consequences you get where. Um, you know, you build stars and you build them to to believe that they are stars, and then they do star things. Uh, and I saw Conrad Thompson tweet this: like Chris Jericho should be an inspiration for every young wrestler in the business. Like as far as like making yourself a brand and and literally turning yourself into a business when it comes to not only his podcast but his music and other outside ventures and also his leverage within wrestling. Now, like he can always mm-hmm. come back to WWE, and now he's going to New Japan. Like I would have never thought this could have happened. Um, do you think there's uh, some type of arrangement? It, it is WWE in on this? Like, what do you mean? Like, do you think like Jericho? Like, there would be something... Jericho's like the mole for to get Kenny Omega. Bingo. That or <sighs> that mean... that or like, is this like orchestrated? Like, where essentially New Japan will have to, you know, send something back, if you will. Um, you know that one time Liger showed up in NXT, right? 
Right, right, yeah. I don't know if this whole situation is being... Who is this being orchestrated by? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Um, I mean, now that you're talking about the Liger thing, like, I never thought about it, but it is kind of similar where it's like, Liger was like, well, I've never done a WWE show. I always wanted to. Like, I'm, you know, I'm, rolled the red the biggest, that man. Well, I'm the biggest... <laughs> I'm the biggest super junior, like since Tiger Mask. So let me, you know, flex on you because I'm, you know, I'm getting, I'm winding down. And then he ended up uh, doing the uh, being the hell out of uh, Tyler Breeze. But right. yeah, it's it's kind of similar in that. You know, but I mean, it's a bigger, it's a, I mean, I, but obviously it's a much bigger stage and it's, a, you know, and like, I don't know. Like I think, I think as far as the mole thing, like I don't know because. You know, there's so many Bullet Club guys in in the W. Someone said the WNBA. My God, I don't know what my mind is, but um, there are so many in the WWE. There are so many former Bullet Club people that are, you know, that I'm sure Omega still stays in contact with. So it's like, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think Jericho is like has some type of special. Con- I don't think he has mind control over Kenny Omega. I'll put I, it like that. I think he has, he's definitely has Vince McMahon's ear because who did they put all these guys with when they first come to WWE? They put them with Jericho. They put Neville with yeah, Jericho. AJ, they put AJ Neville, with Jericho. They Daniel put Bryan. Nakamura with Jericho. Yeah. Like, in those house show matches. like, And then Jericho basically reports to Vince like, hey, this guy is who he say he is, essentially. And, yeah. you know, you never know if this is one of those situations. Um, well, I mean, you know you know how that is. Like, we, 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 all, we joked about it um, now that they're, you know, they're pushing Kane hard again. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck. This, if there's anything, no, 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 hold on. Like, if there's anything that you can say is, like, for right or wrong, whether it's too sometimes sometimes it's a, a strip, sometimes it's a um, it's a downfall. It's almost like it's almost like Jerry Jones when like he Jerry Jones believes in talent and you know and giving people a second, third, fourth chance because like he believes talent is more important than or is the, is the number one thing, right? Uh-huh. Like, um, and sometimes you know it works out. Sometimes you get a Des Bryant and he's quote unquote troubled and he, you know he's taking money for uh, whatever else. And then sometimes you end up with uh, Tank Johnson, but <laughs> you, sometimes you also Tank end up with T.O., right? Like yeah. he's, he's taking give, he's giving take. And sometimes you with Michael Irvin, where Michael Irvin is a Hall of Fame receiver, and then like he also has an issue of, of treating his nose, right? Correct. That's, you know, sometimes it works out for you, sometimes it doesn't. Like better for better and for sometimes worse. Um, Vince believes in his most veteran guys, and. Like whether it's Kane, whether it's Undertaker, whether it's uh, uh, Hogan at the time, whether it was Brett at the time, whether it's Sean, whether it's Jericho, whether it's Triple H, he believes that he believes his most he believes in his most tenured guys. Oh, and then sometimes that works out. And just like the name the, the, the model of success we have, like Mark, it includes Mark Henry, right? Like remember we always talked about it. Mark Henry wrestled that match with Neville, and Neville got the upset victory. Yeah. And then literally on camera, Mark Henry says. You gonna be good, boy, to yes. to uh, to Neville, and then next thing you know, Neville becomes literally the bit, you know, the best hill champion, or one of the best hill champions of the last five six years. Looks like we got a call coming in. Hey, Jeremy, what's going on, man? What's up, guys? What's good with you, man? Nothing much, man. I just have wanted to jump in on this whole Russell Kingdom conversation. For sure, man. Yeah, what's up to Jeremy? Shout out to Jeremy. He uh. That man came through in the clutch for me twice last night. Twice. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, long story short, um, Jeremy dropped uh, 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 dropped me and my mom off to uh, to to the airport, and then another thing happened where I left my phone in his car as I as I was going through TSA. Um, and he came back and he dropped it off. Thank God that man lives close to the to the airport. But yeah, he came through in the clutch for me twice. BWB for life. <laughs> BWB for life. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So, right, so. You, bro, I, it was it was bad. Like, bro, I I, I thought uh, I thought TSA got my phone stolen. I don't I don't think TSA uh, lost my phone. I thought TSA messed up a situation where. My phone fell, and then somebody just went and scooped the score, basically. Oh, man. So, so basically, uh, I was going to say if TSA had found it. So, basically, James, they would have found out that that you was a B.I.E., you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Jer- Jeremy, what's going on with you, bro? 
Nothing much, man. I'm just, you know, like everybody else, pumped about the, society, uh, the announcement of uh, Jericho and Omega. You know, later I'm going to go home and watch uh, the Power Struggle pay-per-view that happened earlier this morning. Yeah, I think we're we'll broke. And uh, I'm really excited. All three of us and uh, young boy Josh Smith, we're going to see Kenny Omega in action next Sunday at the uh, Sunshine State Excellence show that Ring of Honor is putting on. Yeah, man. Uh, so, so what what do you think about the about uh, the impact like that this is gonna gonna have on potentially like guys jumping back and forth, um, and also the opportunities it might create within wrestling for dudes. Well, I think this kind of goes back to what we were talking about on One Nation Radio earlier this week when you know I was talking about how some of these guys in WWE they feel like they're trapped, they're drinking Kool Aid and brainwashed. You're right, they're brainwashed. But I, I think this move right here, I think that's going to help some of those guys that want to leave but are afraid to leave, kind of give them a little confidence boost of, you know, there is other stuff going on out there, you know, if I work hard, I can, you know, I can wrestle at New Japan, I can go wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom, or I can make a break somewhere else and eventually get to New Japan, so I think this is definitely um, giving all these guys, you know, another, you know, viable option to go to, uh, to make a living and make a name for themselves. Yeah, man, um, and and I think that is that is the most important thing because when WWE turns into a monopoly, we end up with things like Jinder Mahal being a world champion, and there not really being consequences for it. Um, <laughs> I want to get into a couple comments. Simon says, "I live in a world where Kane is a monster, Strowman lost to one F five, and Mahal has a chance at beating Lesnar. Meanwhile, the other world has <laughs> has Jericho Omega on the horizon, Brian returning to wrestling, and a lot more fun. And granted, WWE brought back." Kurt Angle and gave us a dream match, but then they fucked it less than 24 hours later. Okay, so yes, that see, there is um, there's validity to uh, to a, to a, to a, a great deal of what he said, um, but the thing is, like, I don't think necessarily like I think we, I think a lot of us I mean, we get stuck in like. You should like literally like Coke or Pepsi, and you know like if you just eliminate that, if you just eliminate that and just work focus on like what you like, and I understand like going through trying to sift through three hours and trying to find what you like that you know that's that's really uh, that's something that's uh, that shouldn't be a task that you should have to do, but um, it it is what it is for the time being at least, and it, and it seems like WWE is like trying to kill off that third hour. <laughs> yeah, like the last three, the last five weeks, it was like they're trying to kill it off and go back to the two hours. But um, I think that I think that you know, I think that we can be in a place where we can just enjoy enjoy like the stuff that they do, and also like this Jericho thing opens up the lane for guys to bounce between, and then by them bouncing back and forth, I think that can that can lead to guys being fresh to actually like. You know, be able to protect themselves um, in the future. With, with, as far as the dealing with this, where it's like, you ain't got nothing for me right now. All right, I'm not going to be on TV in a, in a makeshift tag team doing next, next to nothing for the next, you know, three, three months until I turn on my partner, or my partner turns on me, and then we start our feud. Like, I think this is a good thing overall for the for the, for WWE or not WWE, but for Pro um, wrestling. the wrestling business. Yeah. Um... And I'm with you on that. Like, um, and that, that just speaks to having more options and more flexibility. And but from a fan perspective, it's like, man, you almost wish WWE would would try to compete in that sense. Like, as far as like creatively and everything like that, they they have their plans, and obviously there are no real um, consequences for their plans. Like, you know, seeing off the uh, the money they just recently made, even bad booking won't stop. So well, I have a question. I have yeah. a question for both of y'all. Do y'all think that compared to let's say four years ago, do you think WWE is trying is like you know trying um, more things? Maybe you know for good or for worse. Do you think they're at least trying more things than they were like say four years ago? That's a good question. Because I like li- because like Liger on NXT, Abushi in the Cruiserweight Classic. Um, the number of women that they pushed hard in the, in the uh, May Young Classic and then ultimately didn't sign like Tony Storm for now. Um, like, 
I think that you know, I think there's a, those are like glimmers that they like. Look, man, like yeah, we we get it. Like we're we're, but we're, equal. We're, we're, we're we're trying here and there. We're doing things like we bring an angle, or whatever else. Like we're trying things here and there, but you know, we kind of got you know a guy that's you know very uh, very in his ways, and you know we have to take some convincing on that end. Like just. Do you think they're at least trying? Several but equal. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you, James. I do think they're they're try <laughs> I think they're trying and um and no, we like we like to harp on them and make fun of them for having their plans. I don't think there's anything wrong with them having a year long plan. It just happens that right. their plans suck. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. like Ghetto and WWE will. I mean, this will absolutely uh, polish up uh, shit and try and tell you that it's not that it, doo doo and tell you that it's diamonds. See, that's that's absolutely true. Yes. That's absolutely true. Right, right. And uh, I mean, Ghetto, I mean, you know, sometimes you know, they, be, they usually have like, a year long plan of how they book uh, New Japan. Correct. And their plans turn out great. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I, I wonder when the ball got rolling on this whole uh, Omega and Jericho thing because this has had to like have been in the works for a while, right? And I don't know if you guys listened to um, Killing the Town, which is um, Lance Storm and Cyrus's yes. podcast. Yep, a while, I check it out from Yeah, a while back uh, they had a podcast with Cyrus, Jericho, and Omega. They were all yep. you know kicking it in uh, Canada doing a podcast that. Killing the Town and a Tops Jericho episode of Omega. And that was like, I think, a few months ago. So I'm wondering if that was yeah. like the, that first meet. I think that was the first time Jericho and Omega met. And I'm wondering if that was like the starting of, you know, well, maybe let's see if we can do something later. And it's going to be interesting because, as you mentioned, Cyrus. Cyrus is essentially like Bobby Heenan to Omega's Ric Flair now. And he's also <laughs> linked in with Jericho. And then hearing that like contrast on commentary is going to be absolutely excellent. And then, yeah. um, as you mentioned on that show, um, Cyrus... At the show, at on this week's show or last week, he's said he has no idea what's going on with Omega and Jericho, and just kind of sold it like a promoter essentially. And it's been awesome if you guys haven't been following along with it. But um, yeah, man, they've um, they've got something here, uh, and I, I only only hope uh, that we end up with more of whatever this is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I would love to see. You know, hopefully this means that like Neville's gonna come in and you know, some of these other guys that have been released or are gonna get released you know, they come in and have some great matches like let's do Neville versus uh, Marty Skrull for the junior title yeah I, I think they're doing a fatal four way actually for the junior title so he might be spoken for there but there's nothing stopping from uh, you know nothing but a 90 day clause uh, stopping Neville from debu- debuting and attacking the winner like <laughs> <laughs> there, there's nothing stopping uh you know that from happening um right yeah man like new japan is great right now so if, if and a lot of folks are saying where do you begin uh new japan you begin at it whenever you want because you, you they pretty much tell you what's happening and there are plenty of people that are willing to tell you what's happening personally i began at Wrestle kingdom nine if you want to check some of that that, that stuff out um and from there, just just take it forward, and then, you know, they ju- it's just wrestling. That's all it is. Yeah, I highly yeah. recommend that everybody, you know, go sign up for New Japan World. It's only like eight ninety nine uh, American dollars. I mean, it's a great service. They have all the old shows on there. <coughs> a lot of the a lot of the big shows now having English commentary with uh, uh, Cyrus and uh, Kevin Kelly. So if you know you're complaining about Japanese commentary, they got you there with the English commentary. <laughs> the Japanese commentary is good too. Correct. Uh, yes, like it the is. House show. Yeah. Yeah. For the house shows, like, they don't use, they usually don't do English, but yeah, the Japanese commentary is great. Like if you've like, ever if you if you ever watched soccer and then you heard like um, either Spanish or French commentary or anything like that, it, it puts you in the same like state of mind, like where you don't know what they're talking about, but you can understand it. Yeah, you stole the you stole the what I was gonna say. Like, if you've ever if you've ever uh, you know watched watched Latin um, com- or heard Latin commentary for for sporting events, um, like it just basically like you don't really necessarily have to um, be clued in on like the storytelling because the storytelling is pretty straightforward in, in New Japan matches. But 
uh, the thing is, like, you, you feel that emotion where, like, they're just losing, they, you know, like, they rise with, with the level of the match. And, like, it, you know, it, it just ties in perfectly. And, like, ultimately, that's really what you want with, uh, with good commentary. Like, you know, you want people to, you want people to give you that emotion and let you feel what they're feeling in, um, in, in front of that live crowd and, and, and give that, give that off to you. Um, I think you know. I think that's also the main reason why we why we love like our our best commentators, our favorite commentators were people that did that. Like, I understand like people you know they have people have their feelings about Tony Schiavone, but ultimately like when it when it, when it was time for a match when a match rolls with it like they Schiavone will lose his mind. Like he will go full Gus Johnson and then lose it. And same thing with Jim Ross. He, you know, you know we we there's a million Jim Ross calls we we all remember that time because he peaked as the match. Um, in along in accordance with the match, and that's that's really all you necessarily need for New Japan. Like, I understand you know they they wrestle a different style, but like it's not necessarily like you know it's not like they're out there bungee jumping. Like it's, it's still wrestling. <laughs> it's not bungee jumping. You know? Yeah, like like you with POP lines. Like if yes. you say what you call hip hop, it must be bungee jumping. Like it ain't bungee jumping. Like hey, it's man. still wrestling. It's, after it's, it's, after, it's, after, it's after a little different, but. Hey, after what Bob said this week, we might have to retire referencing anything with, with him. He's permanently like canceled. Like I don't, I don't got no words for like. I mean, like what's that shit from the Cosby? That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Like hey, that, that's hey, like you can't, look, look. There's a lot of people that like you know. There are a lot of talented people that you know that do that. Uh, that end up saying stupid stuff, and I'm just like, dude, like let, I'm at the new separation of church and state. Where like, look, R. Kelly, you're a scumbag. But you're also very. You also made very good. Uh, you've also made very good music over over the years. And same thing with like Kyrie Irving and the Flat Earth stuff, and and uh, Bob and the Flat Earth stuff. Where he's like, these Flat Earthers, bro. Like, bro, you some did, of y'all did talented. You hear the, but that don't mean I gotta listen to everything you gotta say. Did, you sound like a fool. Did you hear the newest thing that he said? No, I'm not even talking about that. Bob. Who? Bo. 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 I think I heard it. What? What was it? Remind he, me. He was saying the slave trade never happened. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't his conclusion because he can't find no boats? Yes. And, and talking about they okay. rearranged the names and stuff and put it on the other side of the world. Like, bro, it's some real, like, far out, like, 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 like what kind of drugs, you know, do, is, is he smoking on? Ugh. Yeah, yeah that one, I don't know. Man. That maybe, one's in the maybe school, but whatever. Go ahead, Jeremy. I said maybe he needs to get whatever he's on to events. Maybe that'll help creative. It'll open his mind. <laughs> 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 yes. Look, sometimes your mind can be too open. Yes. Yes. All the way open. Uh, but yeah, I besides that, I don't know I don't I don't know what else more in wrestling is actually going on right now. Uh, I guess there's a WWE title match, um, on Tuesday and yes, uh, do we want to do we want to talk about uh, NXT a little bit and the, the war games? Ah, ah, yes, the the rules for war games dropped, which was, was me and our rants had a spirited conversation about you know war games and the traditionalities of war games, and I'm glad WWE came out with the rules because this is all I wanted. I wanted WWE to make clear what they were doing because they're adding in a third team and it kind of throws off the, the tradition of war games, you know. So, let's see. Let's see if I can pull up these rules. But before we do that, uh, like, what do you guys make of this? You know, obviously it's going to be like in a week and a half. Uh, what do you guys make of the war games uh, coming back? You know, I think it's an awesome idea. I mean, there are so, you know, WWE did have some great matches that, I don't understand. I mean, they're just kind of sitting there in the vault that WWE can repurpose. I know Vince has that whole, you know, it happened there, so I don't want to do it. But there are, there are some great concepts that WCW did that easily can translate over to WWE, and I think the War Games is one of them. And um, I think it's great they're utilizing it in NXT, and it should be a very fun main event, something different and something kind of entertaining. <coughs> yeah, man. So, so here are the rules. Like, um... The um, 
there's obviously three teams. Uh, all three teams will be contained inside separate shark cages by the entryway, with a member of each team uh, chosen by his respective squad to start the match. So it's going to begin as a triple threat match. And then all three teams will be contained, uh, excuse me, after five minutes, the remaining members from one team will be released from their shark cage and allowed to enter the match. So pretty much we get all of them in there. Like it's not a one by one thing. Which would kind of like throw things like, you know, it'd be really long if we're waiting for like, you know, five minutes and three minutes for more dudes to jump on. But um, after five minutes, um, excuse me, when another three minute period elapses, the remaining members from the second team are released. They enter. Following another three minute period, the final members are released from their cage and they enter the match. Um, once all three teams have entered the War Games match, a victory can be attained via pinfall or submission. So, uh, if you guys are familiar with the regular War Games, the you can't win by pin in regular War Games. So that's something new. Um, what do you guys make about this? Yeah, oh, I'll go. Uh, I think I think for me, I, I, I was kind of disappointed that there wasn't um, it wasn't elimination. Um, I feel like that would have built, that would have been, um, easier to tell a story by, um, somebody being eliminated and how will, you know, if there's two guys left, uh, to fight, uh, against, you know, six other guys, um, at, or at any other point, like whatever the obstacles would be, uh, how would they be able to survive and, and, and um, deal with adversity? Uh, cause it's kind of, it's going to be kind of weird that it's like, the guy's going to be wrestling for eight minutes or at least, um, at least 11 minutes knowing like there's not a chance of, of a pinfall or victory like it's almost like uh like the beginning of a iron man match at least at least you know at least it's only 11 minutes and not like as you said if they had did it where they were releasing uh one member at a time we'd have been stuck like for 24 minutes without a chance of any like victory or pinfall and like what is this but yeah um, I, I feel like i feel like you know that was my one disappointment but other than that like i'm, I'm pretty happy with it jeremy yeah, I'm also I'm pretty happy with it. I think it's definitely an interesting twist on the war games. I know they did do one triple team match. I think at the very end when uh, Russo was running it, but I didn't see it, so I don't know. I don't know how that worked out. But I have much more confidence watch, in Triple Jeremy, H. Watch and it and report back Bowles. to us. Yeah, wa- watch it and report back to us. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I have much more confidence in Triple H and William Regal and the whole NXT creative team, and I think they're gonna have it laid out all perfectly. And I think the whole the big story of the match is still gonna be kind of where does Roderick Strong lie? This past week on NXT, um, he faked like he was gonna join the Undisputed Era, but he ended up helping uh, the Office of Pain take out the Undisputed Era. So for right now, it looks like he's against them, but there still could always be that. That was a whole part of the plan to fool everybody. And yeah, uh, fool you all. <laughs> he does something in the war games to turn on AOP and help uh, Undisputed get the win. Uh, I- I'm anticipating that as well because um, uh, uh, Roger Strong already had his title match in NAC, and it was a great match against McIntyre um, a couple weeks ago on the regular show. So putting those four together, like, and letting them, you know run you know run rough shot um four or five ten white guys just kicking the whole promotion's ass you know (laughs) so so i'm down with it you know and i've been a fan of roderick strong for a very long time and he to me is always better when he's a heel Uh he can be a good baby face but i think his his best potential is used as a heel dick that doesn't care about anybody and he's just an asshole. That's the best Roderick Strong. So I think it would be a good move for him to join Undisputed and be a heel. Right. Um, we had another comment from uh, Kyle Morris. He said, Vince can be as salty as he wants. Jericho's a legend and he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Between this and LIJ, all I can say to New Japan Pro Wrestling is, shut up and take my money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's right about that. I mean, you like, look, okay, you're upset with me, Vince? Like, you're upset that this happened? Maybe you should sue me for breach of contract. Oh, wait, we're not under contract. What are you mad about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, man. You know something also very interesting about this Jericho situation? Um, 
I think it was a few Jericho's on Killing the Town, I think, last week. And they were talking about the Jericho cruise. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he wanted to have wrestling on the cruise. So he reached out to, you know, WWE first, and he was trying to get NXT to be the promotion wrestling on the cruise. Right. Well, you know, they drug their feet on it, and then eventually they were like, yeah, no, we're, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to do that. So Jericho's like, fine, I'll go ask Ring of Honor if they want to be on the cruise. And you know, they were like, hell so, yeah. Right. So it's like, I feel like Jericho's been trying to work with them, but, you know, they want to do what they want to do. So Jericho's like, well, then I'm going to do what I need to do. You know, I'll, you know, I'll bring on Ring of Honor, I'll go work New Japan, you know, I'll do what I have to do to keep my name out there. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's definitely going to be a new day um, in wrestling with this going forward. Um, was there uh, was there anything else you guys wanted to uh, to speak on before we wrap it up this week? Uh, I mean, I think I'm good. I, okay, uh, what do you guys think? Like, how what percent chance do you actually? Uh, Put on SmackDown on Tuesday. Actually, like having an actual title change. Like what? What? Like what percentage would you put that at? I'm probably going to say thirty-five percent. I'm going to say like five percent. So I'm the optimist in all this. That's insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like. Honestly, I'm expecting a DQ finish. Oh man. You know, I'm curious how it'd be. Like, okay, so I'm I'm already over here and I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna get my feed right because you know over here they're probably on the West Coast feed. I don't I don't feel like staying up that late for that, right? And I'm trying to figure this out. You know how fierce I'd be if they come out here and have a fuck finish. You know how fierce I'd be. Hurt. And it's also a tape show, so everything could be all yeah. fucked up. So like, but, we but, we'll know ahead of time. I'll know ahead of time whether I need to watch or not. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm, I think I think what I'm gonna have you do is I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna have you tell me like, hey James, like yeah, you not not like I don't want you to tell me like to check it out only if AJ wins. Like, like is there a legitimate finish here? He'd be like, yeah, all right, check it out, and then I'll be I'll be cool with it. Like, all right, right, I'll let you like, know if it's finished. You ain't gonna have me out here. Yeah, you're not gonna have me come out here and like, oh, double count out. What? Like, yeah. So, <laughs> right, like, right. I'm, I'm you know I'm basically on vacation. You're not gonna do that to me. Hurt. <laughs> it's not going to get me my blood pressure raised on vacation. What happens? On, like, look, on, on like, vacation. Yeah, that's not that's not happening, bro. Like, I mean, look, Jimbo Fisher. Look, even Jimbo Fisher knew I I won't play with it this week. Like, Jimbo Fisher got him a W against uh, Syracuse. <laughs> look, even he knew. Like, I'm, I'm look. I, not I'm, here. I'm not, not here for it. I'm not, I'm not tolerating it. I'm trying to relax. I'm not. I'm not trying to deal with no that. Disrespect. No disrespect. So, so James, uh, you're in Vegas right now. Um, I just yeah. want to. I just want to let you know uh, that everything is open all hours of the day. Um, be careful out there. <laughs> because we don't know what you may, may run into out. out there. Time out, bro. Time out. What do you mean? Be careful. Be careful of what out in Vegas. What do you mean? Everything. Sir? Everything. Life. <laughs> you know, I'm 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 gonna tell I'm gonna tell you like the I'm gonna tell you like D'Angelo Barksdale told me I ain't no John. <laughs> okay, that's, that's not that is not that was actually Freeman. That was actually Freeman. Anyone that knows me well enough knows like look, I'm, I I tend to like stick in the square lane. I, I uh, like. I'm 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 wondering if I'm even going to drink out here, let alone anything else. So Look, we'll see. If 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 you go uh, to the casino, right, and you're gambling, the drinks are free, bro. Ain't no option. Look, I mean, at a casino, bro. I'm in the Mirage right now. I'm at the Mirage. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. Right downstairs. Go downstairs. And get, and get, and get lit if I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> Best believe. So we we expect a full report uh, next week on <laughs> when Nation Radio when you return uh, of all the foolishness and, and everything like that. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, that's gonna wrap it up. I uh, hope you guys enjoy Bound for Glory tonight. If you're gonna watch it, I don't plan to. Um, I, I highly recommend that you guys watch Power Struggle instead. Watch Power Struggle instead. Yes, like Jeremy said. What's the main event of uh, Bound for Glory this year? No idea. Uh, Jeremy, do you know it? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Johnny Impact, a.k.a. Johnny Mundo, a.k.a. John Morrison, 
um, against Eli Drake for the Impact Global title. So uh, John Ooh. is in the main event. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, cool man. So uh, yeah, that's gonna wrap up the show. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to Social Suplex. Uh, wrestling network like the uh, you can type it in on iTunes and rate it five stars. Make sure you guys check out the SMC podcast also on the feed. Um, and uh, fuck with us. <laughs> we out of here. <laughs> Please enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotion promotional offer not available in washington dc